You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. There is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Those famous words are from the play Hamlet by William Shakespeare. Hello, storytellers. I'm your host, Louis DiBianco, and this is Change Your Story, Change Your Life. Welcome to another episode of One Word Stories. Remember to take advantage of the offer from our sponsor, Audible, for a downloadable, free audiobook of your choice. You get to choose from more than 180,000 titles, and you get a whole month of Audible's service absolutely free. Readers are leaders. Go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash story power and choose your audiobook now. And as soon as you do that, visit changeyourstorypodcast.com and grab your copy of the free ebook that I've created for you. The book is called Storytelling Secrets for a Rich Life in Business. And at the very least, it will make you a more compelling communicator. Continue to send your comments, your requests, your questions, your takeaways to me at loseclub, L-O-U-S-C-L-U-B at gmail.com. Today I'm excited to explore the word contribution with you. Most of you would agree probably all of you would agree that the word contribution is a very positive word. It's common to associate the word contribution with people's professions. So if I say doctor, teacher, police officer, firefighter, you'd have no problem believing that those professions make a contribution to the world, which they do. What if I said poker player, bodybuilder, golfer, porn star. Well, depending on your values, your view of the world, and your judgments, you would have different feelings about each of these. But it wouldn't be uncommon for a lot of people to think, well, bodybuilder, golfer, poker player, They're interesting professions, but you might question what they contribute to the world. You might have an easier time with golfer and say, well, you know, they contribute to um, the enhancement and elevation of professional sports. And it's true. But then again, so does bodybuilding. In a way, so does poker playing. It's not a sport, but it is an expertise, a high-level game, and mastery of it 
mastery of anything is admirable and, I would argue, makes a contribution to the world. But let's get back to our judgments. It wouldn't be hard for some people to feel, you know what, I recognize those professions and yes, they have some value, but essentially they're selfish. And if you put them in a comparison with the ones that I mentioned first, doctor, firefighter, etc., you would say that the first group has a higher value, perhaps makes a greater contribution to the world. I'm going to challenge that and say to you, why? It's just a value judgment and a perception. It's hard for us to know who benefits from any particular enterprise besides the person who is actually doing it. I saved porn star for last because that would be the most controversial. If you're a person who feels that porn is destructive, immoral, then there's no question that you would say it makes no contribution to the world. All it does is hurt people. It weakens their moral fiber, etc., etc. However, whether you are a fan of porn or a person who violently opposes it, and I'm not taking a stand here myself, let's look at the individual who works in porn because they happen to like it. And some of you may find it hard to believe. You may think that everyone in porn is severely damaged. Um, if you did a little research, you'd be surprised to find out that there are some very intelligent, really together people in that profession. There's a woman named Nina Hartley. You can look her up. She's extremely articulate. And she's been a porn star most of her adult life unapologetically. And we'll tell you, she loves what she does. She's also a sex educator. So what about this? Supposing there are many, many people who feel so lonely and disconnected that the only way they feel aroused and close and intimate with people is through porn. Now, let's not judge them on this. Let's just say that there are people like that because there are. Then for those people, pornography is making a contribution. Prostitution can make a contribution. I heard a fabulous interview on Tim Ferriss's podcast recently where he interviewed a very articulate woman who is a proud prostitute at the Bunny Ranch in Texas. And when you listen to this woman, you realize how much self-awareness, self-esteem she has, and her own view of her life is that she is helping a lot of people who are emotionally wounded, who don't know how to make emotional and physical contact with others, and she, in a sense, contributes to their healing. So, I'm posing to you that the word contribution in and of itself is neutral. Just as Shakespeare said, 
There is nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Now, let's apply it directly to ourselves. Are you doing something for a career, a line of work just to pay the bills, that you're doing because you feel, well, you're doing it out of necessity. You're doing it out of a sense of obligation because you feel, well, you have to do it, but you don't really love it. And also, is there or was there something in your life that you really, really loved and have one, at one time dreamed of doing, but for whatever reason, you didn't pursue that dream and you went for something that you felt was more accessible and you did it because you felt it was something that you're supposed to do. I would challenge you to re-examine that. I would say that anything that we do, simply because we really love it, and we do it well, is something that we should be willing to embrace and step into. Because when you are a satisfied and happy and content individual, because you're in your groove doing what you love, your energy alone is making an incredible contribution to others, and it is sending a message to the world, telling people, giving them permission to honor whatever is inside of them. Now, yes, all of these things I'm talking about must not be things that hurt people. They must not be things that people that we force upon others. I was talking about sexual professions. Well, I'm not condoning sexual aggression, sexual assault, uh, making someone a, an unwilling participant in any sexual activity is a no-no in my book. I don't condone forcing anyone to do anything unwillingly, whether it's sexual or not. I'm going to challenge you in the next week to stand back, to look at all your judgments about what other people do, about a hierarchy you may have in your mind about what is more valuable, what is making um, a more important contribution, what is making a lesser contribution, and what you yourself have chosen to do and examine your motives for doing them. And then think about the fact that nothing is either good or bad except thinking makes it so. And if you discover that there is something that you love, but perhaps you felt or were made to feel that it was too selfish to pursue that, find the courage to pursue it. Begin as a hobby and see where it takes you. Imagine a world in which everyone was doing the things that they loved and wanted. You may say that's pie in the sky. You may say that's impossible. And my response is, the word impossible is two words. I'm possible. When they told Steve Jobs something was impossible, his attitude was, bring it on, baby. I love that challenge. Learn to love those challenges too. Begin by asking, 
How can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.